Hi, I'm Theo. And I'm Scarlett. And welcome to the Theo's Book Club podcast, where we talk about queer books. And shouting syphilis in public. Today's book is Improbable Magic for Cynical Witches by Kate Skelsa. Make sure you check out our website, theosbookclub.com, for more of Theo's thoughts on the book. You can find a link to get your own copy of the book. And you can join the conversation in the forums. And if you're like Scarlett and prefer to read with your ears, you can check out theosbookclub.com slash audible, where you can sign up for a free trial and get access to all your favorite books. That's theosbookclub.com slash A-U-D-I-B-L-E to start a free trial and support the podcast. And the best part is you get a free book download that you can keep forever. So please share this with literally every single person you know. Like, subscribe, and maybe even leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, off to the episode. Queer books, and queer topics, and queer people that won't stop talking. So read and chat it up at Theo's Book Club. Are you scared? It's almost Halloween. Did the the pumpkin scare you? (laughs) This specifically? Yeah. Frightened me. I believe it. It's the glosses. A blind pumpkin. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) It's almost Halloween. Wow. What are you going to be? Me? Yeah. I'm going to be... Well, I'm trying to plan a couple costumes. Uh Why are you rolling your eyes already? I can't wait to hear where they are. For sure, the one that I have is Jonathan Larson. For those who don't know... who's That's me. I'm the one who doesn't know? (laughs) You don't know who Jonathan Larson is. So he is the composer of Rent. Oh, and the oh. movie Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah, no, is I know. about Jonathan Larson, so played by Andrew Garfield. Ah. So I ordered the, like, Moondance Diner shirt. So that's what I'm going to be for Halloween. What's the other ones? I haven't I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Oh, you don't know. Okay. I don't know. You I've, should do, you should do like, a series of out. Andrew Garfield characters. So Spider-Man. That's what else has he been in? <laughs> oh, I, I could be his guy from the social network. Oh, mm. not Mark Zuckerberg. No, the one that he plays. Yeah. That's three costumes. There you go. I think of my other two now. That's good. Yeah. Is he in any other films? Oh, plenty. Don't ask me to name them. Cool. Nice. What's the book we're talking about today? <laughs> you didn't give me a chance to ask you what you're going to be for Halloween. Oh, um, I have a pair of Minnie Mouse ears that I wear every year, have done for about five or six now, so I'll be Minnie again. Okay. Aren't you glad you asked? Very glad. I mean, that's the answer I expected, so. Well, yeah, because you've seen me. At Halloween. Oh, and just know who you are as a person. I look really good in my Minnie Mouse ears. <laughs> I bought them at uh, Disney World when I was 12. And I have the same size head since then. Big. <laughs> 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 anyway, how about book? Today we're talking about Improbable Magic for Cynical Witches by Kate Skelsa. I'm trying really hard not to say uh, Impractical Magic. Oh, you're going to say it anyway. So yeah. might as well get it out of your system right now. No, I'm going to talk about it later. Oh, okay. So put a pin in that, everyone. Yeah. Well... You get, you know what you got to do, obviously. You're going to describe the plot based on the cover of the book alone. Okay, here's the cover for those listening. The title is in a white circle that kind of looks like a star or a sun sort of thing. Um, And on either side, there's trees. And then there's a couple standing uh, in a circle of small candles looking lovingly into each other's eyes. Um... I think the improbable magic Mm -hmm. is the magic of love. And I think the cynical witches Mm. are these two lesbians who think they'll never find love. Interesting. Did I absolutely nail it or what? Uh, Not quite. But like, I was really close. I mean, I guess you're not far off. I won. And that's the but episode. they uh, but yeah. they do it in a forest. That's uh, (laughs) exclusive. Well, that's why there's all those trees there. Right, right, right. While doing a seance. Oh, a a seance. Right. (laughs) What? 
Come again? Uh, je suis mm. France. Mm. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm bilingual. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to say something else in French? No. Nailed it. Um, I'm going to read you the synopsis. Oh, please do. Of the As ASMR. French, a- in a French accent, ASMR. Go. It'll be so spooky for Halloween. Yeah. 17 I, I'm euro. so sorry. I'm so, please don't. Actually, actually, please don't. 17-year-old Eleanor is the last person in Salem to believe in witchcraft or to think that her life could be transformed by mysterious forces. After losing her best friend and first love, Chloe, Eleanor has spent the past year in a haze, vowing to stay away from anything resembling romance. But when a handwritten guide to tarot arrives in the mail at the witchy souvenir store where Eleanor works, it seems to bring with it the message that magic is about to enter her life. Cynical Eleanor is quick to dismiss this promise until real-life witch Pix shows up with an unusual invitation. Inspired by the magic and mystery of the tarot, Eleanor decides to open herself up to Pix and her coven of witches, and even to the possibility of a new romance. But Eleanor's complicated history continues to haunt her. She will have to reckon with the old ghosts that threaten to destroy everything, even her chance at new love. Salem, Massachusetts? Salem, Massachusetts. I've been there. Oh, what'd you do there? A ghost walk. Was it fun? It was, like, actually kind of spooky. Actually, this leads into my next point, so tell me a bit more about that ghost walk. Oh, um... It was like on a school trip, we did a school trip to Boston and then as like one of the school, big air quotes on this, historical activities is doing like a ghost walk. So we went to Salem and like half of it is like, and this is where the witches burned in the 1600s. And then this is where someone was murdered yesterday. And so they're (laughs) like, oh, it's, and then you're like walking around the town at night and someone's holding a lantern. I don't know. It's very touristy with. We're trying to scare you, but there's some real history. Right. So this is actually kind of the whole point of the book is like Salem, Salem is now just this giant tourist trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, profiting off of a horrible tragedy of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that feels right. It, so it's very apropos that you started with you that know, I, class that trip. I that, yeah. to, <laughs> <laughs> your school was like, we're going to do a class Yay! trip, everyone. <laughs> it's very appropriate that that's what you started with. Yeah. And it's like... And, Again, something I just don't usually think about is like, right, these were awful oh, things yeah. that happened. And we're just like, oh, I'm going to read The Crucible in school. And, this and is... I would love to visit Salem. And I would love to go to the witchy store yeah. and buy my little witch hat. Like, you know what I mean? When in actuality, it's like, oh, like, the patriarchy is killing it's like, a literally like It's literally like ab- abuse on women and like the yeah. murder of innocent women. Mm. And the book does talk a lot about that. The Most of the sites where these actual like hangings happened are not even there anymore. Right. So whatever you saw on that tour is just factually incorrect. Oh. Where they were like, and what? this is the I'm sorry, site of- what? <laughs> the, the ghost tour in Salem isn't right? No, but I mean, yeah, but when you say like your school's taking you there, it's like, yeah. and let's learn the history of Salem. It's like, we well, did, that, don't do a ghost walk. We did a ghost walk on every school trip we went on. I don't know if it was like our teacher just like thought it was fun watching teenagers be scared, but we would do a school trip at the end of every year with our music department. And in every city we went to, we would do like whatever their version of the spooky, spooky tour was. So like in, we did, we went to Boston, we did Salem, DC, we did like a haunted walk. We did a haunted walk in New York as well, I think. When we went to London, like in the UK, there was a Jack the Ripper tour where they like walk you around the city and they're like, and this is where he cut off the nose of this woman. Oh my God. And this is where he butchered these other women. Fun fact, did you know that um, Jack the Ripper cut off women's noses i've gathered well because that is uh, like a symptom of the advanced stages of syphilis 
and they think his mother had syphilis and that he did as well because a lot of people in that at that time got it as like infants from their parents who Whoa. couldn't be cured because they didn't have penicillin. Oh my god. Um but the fun part of that story <laughs> is that when we were in groups you had to like had like a group sign so you could find each other in the crowd right, right. and ours became covering our noses with our hands yeah. and yelling syphilis of- in, <laughs> in a crowd of people in London. So if you were in London in the year 2007, you sort of around April, May, and you heard Scarlet. a bunch of Canadians yelling syphilis, it's probably me. That's the fun twist of that story. Well, it wasn't the murders. <laughs> anyway, um, should we talk about the book some more? Yeah. Well, no, this is this is part of it, though. Like, I think ghost walks are fun until it's, like, the site of... Tra- I mean, I guess it's always tragedy, but, like... Yeah. Like, for example, I did I did a ghost walk in Toronto, and it's, like, random kind of spooky locations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different. It feels different when it's, like... And here's, like, a literally, like, a bad, really awful thing that happened in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're doing a ghost walk. Yeah. Fun bit of capitalism. Oh, 100%. And that's... <laughs> so, like, Eleanor in the book works at, like, just, a, like, a like Halloween gift store. Right. Just full, chock full of, like, witchy memorabilia. Mm-hmm. And people will always buy that stuff. Like, I'm in Salem. I'm going to get my little broomstick. <laughs> my little broomstick. <laughs> my little broomstick and my little witch hat. Oh, gosh. Sounds like you're auditioning for Hocus Pocus 3. I mean, I'll do anything in that franchise. I'll be anyone. I don't... I'm trying to think of what the movie's about. Hocus Pocus? Yeah. The Sanderson sisters. But, I mean, the plot. <laughs> of which one? The oh, I haven't the seen the second one. Second one's... I enjoyed it. It's. I mean, it's nowhere near, the, like, I guess the nostalgic quality of the first one. Okay. But, like, I enjoyed it. Oh, sweet. Should we go watch it? Yeah. Right now? Let's go watch it right now. Sick. Yeah. We did a break. Bye. Thank you. Do you wear clothes? How about shirts? This is a really cool one from everybody on stage. They're sick. Watch this. Wow! You've never seen someone put on a shirt like that before. If you want to get one of these cool shirts, go to everybodyonstage.com slash Theo and use the code Theo for 20% off. Theo's doing it. One of the coolest parts about this book is every chapter centered around a card from the tarot. Okay. Which I wasn't super, super familiar with the tarot card. Oh, is that why your little notes have the numbers? I do. So yeah, for this one, I took like my normal tabs, but also I like, if you can see, have numbered tabs on top that match like the tarot, which Neat. is really cool. And yeah. like every chapter starts with one of the tarot cards. Like for example, 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 the card one, the magician has a little blurb that kind of ties into what happens in the chapter. Oh, it so like explains all... the card yeah. separate of the story and then exactly. gets into the story. So oh, it explains that's like the card itself. Oh, that's cool. Like, like you would read in like the little manual that comes with the tarot yeah, deck. Yeah, yeah. And then the chapter, what happens in the chapter kind of follows. Like reflects that. that. Yeah. So it goes in order so that Eleanor's journey throughout the novel Kind of matches like, the journey of the tarot cards in order. Oh, that's really neat. It's really neat. Oh, what a fun premise. Yeah. Does it come with tarot cards? Can you get ones no, that like match that the That would book? be really cool, though. Kate Skelsa, special edition with a tarot deck. Hello. I legitimately I'm, want that now. I would buy that. I love this book. I I'm just a that. merch specialist now. I feel like every episode I'm like, you know what the merch is for this book? It's tarot. I'm not going to read or write the book, but I will make the merch. And we need people for that. I'm needed. <laughs> That was kind of sad. Fuck you! <laughs> what the hell? I'm needed. I what? was making a joke. 
Because you were talking down to me. What? When? We, and, and we need we people need you for that. that. We need people okay. that are very... Let's move along now you that you've called it. me sad. I did not call you sad. I said that was sad. But yes. Learned a lot about the tarot, which was cool. It's really cool. Yeah. It's something you I want to like... Are you going to learn about. to read the cards? I might. Oh. I actually have a queer tarot deck I'm excited to kind of dive into. Sounds gay. It's very. Love that. Yeah, it's very cool. Does it I'm have ex- pretty pictures? It does. It has gorgeous art on it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done anything with tarot? Yeah, a couple times with friends. Cool. Do you have any interesting quotes that you like from the book, Ooh. Theo? I actually like this, and this is going to lead us into like a whole other talking point. The ways in which control of the narrative is stolen from the victims who do not survive to write their own history books. Whoa. And the book kind of talks about that a lot. Like, you know, like the victims aren't the ones writing the history books. I like that spin on that idea because so many people are like, Whoever wins gets to tell the story. It's rare that you hear that it's not that they get to tell the story. It's they've stolen it from someone exactly. else. You've robbed, I like that. You've robbed the victims of I their like chance that a lot. Tell. The women who were murdered in Salem mm. don't get to tell us the story. Right. We hear, oh my gosh, we got rid of the witches that were around. That's the story we're told. We're told that a bunch of people were threatened by the presence of witches. Okay, women who can read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She put on a pair of glasses and was reading in the woods. Evil. Like, you Burn know, her. Like, like literally. When we studied Salem in school, they literally were like, we're Did read- we study Salem? Yeah, we read school? The Crucible. Oh, I read The Crucible. I did not. And they were like, that's it. That's the witch trials. <laughs> that one play summarizes. That's all of it. The Salem. And obviously the play doesn't talk about like violence against women. Right. And what it actually was. Mm-hmm. They're believed to actually have been witches. Every time we tell the story, we're like assuming that they were actually witches. Right. Right. Which like, if they were. Then it's religious persecution. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make it doesn't actually make it better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, that's worse. Yeah. I do like the way the book frames this, and it's very relentless on it in a, in a good way. Okay. And like a Salem as a town pretends to have a relationship with history. This like capitalist version of Salem that exists with these like ghost walks and souvenirs is pretending it has this relationship with what actually happened there. What do you mean pretend? Because I mean it. It it does it is part of that history, but you mean they're changing the narrative of exactly. how they not yeah. that they're so they're not pretending they have the relationship, they're changing the narrative of what the relationship right. was. I think they're okay. they're pretending to have a relationship with I guess a fake version of the history. Okay. They're the victors stealing someone's story. Exactly. They're yeah. like, We saved Salem from the evil witches. It's is like, that how they present it? Don't you think? If you're reading the crucible, you want your vote you're on you should be on I've the I've never of- read the crucible. I don't know. My only experience, my only knowledge of the Salem witch trials are this one ghost tour in Salem. And they were like, I Oh, think, these people died and it was bad. I think it's told from the perspective that we're supposed to side with the people who caught the witches. Are you talking about the crucible or like just the general understanding of the Salem witch trials? Interesting. I think it's evolved from the crucible maybe i don't know what that's I don't, well i would hope so but i think generally people agree that it was bad that those women were murdered oh no i'm saying that as a general population now yes i think we agree that oh i'm but saying you... historically it's been presented okay okay yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes 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 yeah i'm glad that we're now at a place where we're like criticizing <laughs> how we've been now. telling the history of salem yes obviously as a collective now we're like yeah that was bad <laughs> that was because actually for a don't very long that. time that wasn't the story that was being told yes 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 i understand now great i thought you meant like in this moment people were like thank god we killed those yeah. witches <laughs> <laughs> yeah well woo we, yeah, that was a close one dodged a yeah. bullet there <laughs> it's funny you're funny 
I think we need to go to a break now. <laughs> Since Theo has started lying to my face. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We've really enjoyed talking to you about the books today. Um, We just want to take this moment to let you know about Audible. Really fantastic service where you can actually listen to books. You don't have to read. How cool is that? If you go to theosbookclub.com slash audible, that's theosbookclub.com slash A-U-D-I-B-L-E. You can start a free trial today. And the best part is you'll get to download a book and keep that one for free. So after you've heard it, you can hear it again whenever you want. Audible. Noise. (laughs) Are they related to the to the people who were killed in the Salem trials? Um, Is there like do they have a connection to that? I don't believe so. The reason that Pix and her cousin who also is like the head of this coven, okay. are come to Salem to fix some of the bad energy they feel. So that's what they're trying to do throughout the book, is they're okay. trying to like heal Salem. But the thing they talk about often is like, which has been used as a derogatory term. They want to reclaim that. Mm-hmm. as Because they identify as witches, right? They practice witchcraft in their own special ways. That mm-hmm. was like one of them is like, uh, her magic is in her baking. I realize that other people, even in my life, identify that way as well. And oh. with wick with witchcraft and as witches. I see, and so I, see, I, I, see. I found myself recently like very cognitive of the fact when I say I like, thought you were oh, about to say, and people in my life also hate witches yeah. and use it in a derogatory way. <laughs> no. And I, I and I've caught myself using it in a derogatory way or just being like, Oh, what a witch. You know what I mean? And I'm like <laughs> you said, that's, I've never heard you say that. And also I think if you said that, I'd be like, Oh, that's fun that we're we're using these old timey right, but that's words. the point. It's like it's like you, you you don't realize it's derogatory now to use it negatively as people use it positively now. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Have you read? No, you probably haven't. Have you read "The Witches Are Coming" no. by Lindy West? It's one of the three books I've read this decade. Hmm. Very good, very good. But the premise of the title is that um, well, it comes from a a quote that. Trump said was that he was there was a witch hunt against him right which like obviously there wasn't there was just consequences for his actions yeah. and that people were coming for him and that kind of thing so she's like okay if the witches are coming for you or whatever yeah. here they are yeah and that. it's the it's a series of essays about feminism in the world of Trump and being a fat television personality in that context and stuff it's very good but she has like the beginning of it is a really interesting um, essay about the use of the word witch as misogyny. Which it is. Yeah. And that, that's why that happened in the first place. Yeah. Have you read- Look at me. I recommended a book. It is spooky season. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> that's improbable magic, baby. <laughs> we found it. <laughs> you are the cynical witch. I'm the cynical witch and you- And I did the magic. You are the improbable magic. Yeah. Have you read The Witches by Roald Dahl? Probably. I think it was read to me as a kid. Right. I was like, it's a children's book, so it's a safe bet that yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of the last books you might have read. Yeah, probably. The other thing I like about the book, too, is um, the way Eleanor's journey is shaped throughout the novel. Uh, a big kind of accident happens with the girl she has a crush on, like, in the past. And the information slowly revealed throughout the novel about, like, what happened mm-hmm. and the situation. Because she, like, dropped out of high school because of it. Oh, wow. And, like, we don't know. It was, like, something must have really bad happened. But she's very much othered throughout the book. Right. So then at the end, they compare her to, like, what did they say? In a town famous for scapegoats, I was a perfect target. Oh. So her journey kind of matches, like, feeling othered. And, right. And being blamed for something she didn't do. And oh, interesting. So it really kind of mirrors that. And then it's cool that 
the tarot deck is the one that kind of leads her through the journey. The way you are perceiving and experiencing being othered is similar to the Salem witch trials. Mm -hmm. But the way you're getting out of it is witchcraft. Right. It's a very cool. That's really neat. Like use of witchcraft and, and, and witchery in the book. That's really cute. I like that. I know. I like that a lot too. I also love. It makes me want to go do tarot. I know. Maybe right? I'll order some BTS tarot cards from the internet. And I bet those exist. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there's millions. You're like, I already have I them saved in my cart. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have five different versions on Etsy ready to go. Yeah. Because the, the way the tarots are used and explained in the book, too, it's like, these don't. Which I'm just realizing now, like, what a capitalist thing to say. I'm going to go do this thing that has absolutely nothing to do with witchcraft because, ooh, doesn't that sound fun? What an awful, appropriative thing to say. Yeah. I take it back. I apologize to the witches of the world. That's good for you. Mm. But the way the tarot is described and used in the book is like, you get to use this information the way you want to, right? Mm. The tarot is not predicting your future. Mm. It's kind of giving you options. It's kind of it's explaining. Like, it's like a helping, exactly. a self-reflective yeah. aid. What you do with the information is up to you, mm. right? We all have choices. We all have different paths we can take. We can react to situations in different ways. The tarot is presenting you information and what you do with that and how you move forward with that information is ultimately up to you. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. Reflected in our main character's journey as well. Wow. That was a very like, and I wrote a goddamn essay. It that's how I would. That's how I would. In our main character's journey, <laughs> conclusion period. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred. I wow. give it a, a ninety-four. I was gonna say eighty-seven, but uh, I'll take. It. I don't. I genuinely don't think I got a grade that high in English ever once. Did you read the books? I must have some of them. I'm gonna take all of that as a no. No, I think I read. Some books. But not The Crucible. No, that wasn't on the syllabus. No. Wild that the syllabus changes so much, like, by school. Yeah, well, it's not specific It's not specific in the province. It's like, you have to such, touch certain topics, but it doesn't have to be the same book. No, I understand that. Oh. It was like, wild, like, like as if I read The Crucible and you just didn't. No, we did The Chrysalis, oh. Lord of the Flies. I did Lord of the Flies. One that I don't remember. Must not have read that one. I do remember there being an orgy in the middle of it and everyone being so scandalized. And then another one that I must not have read. We're going to talk about that off camera. I need to figure out what that book is. There's a high chance I read it too. I just can't think of it. Mm. Oh, we read Brave New World. Yes. But no, we read another book that had an orgy in it. <laughs> I've not read Brave New World. It's on my bookcase. I... I don't think I've read it either. You wrote the whole essay on the orgy you heard happens in it. You can just Google the synopsis. <laughs> it's quite a famous book. I also love that like queerness being magical is a theme of the book as well. Oh, it's just very cute. Yeah, yeah. It's a very cute sapphic romance. Mm. And, and it is. Queerness is magic. That almost sounded genuine. Queerness is magic. Oh. So go cast a spell, baby. I, it was already bad before you added the second half, but... She's got taglines for days! I'm going to put it on a bumper sticker. Say it again? I'm going to put it on a bumper sticker. No, the tagline. Queerness is magic, so go cast a spell. T-shirt's coming soon. You, can't, you can't tell me someone wouldn't buy that shirt. I, I want a little tote bag. You should. But uh, quote me under it. Me and my tote bags. Scarlet. Me and my tote bags. I went to get my monkeypox vaccine. And I walked right up to the door, and the guy went, monkeypox lines over there, because I have my little tote bag on. That's so homophobic. Well. But, like, true. 
<laughs> they can't tell me sash- me sashaying up with my tote bag. Why were you sashaying through the I clinic? Think... <laughs> That's just the way I walk. Yikes. <laughs> do I have to say the plot again? You do. Give us one more shot. What's this book about? I stand by what I said the first time. The improbable magic is love and queerness, and the cynical witches are these two girls. Well, uh, Pix is not a cynical witch. Eleanor is. Okay, Eleanor's the cynical witch, and Pix's queerness is magical. You seem very proud of yourself. It's really good. Oh, I love spooky season. What? You're like, yeah. Anyway, I'll <laughs> do my own thing now. <laughs> I love You're a monster. I love it. Yeah. Is Halloween your favorite? Um, um, I think like the fall. Festival? I think the fall and Halloween in general are just mm. like. I, I you feel, love death and decay? No. I love, I love, I do love Halloween a lot. I like the discounted candy the next day. Oh, I got to go get some before, like while it's still there now. No, you do it. You do it on the day of Halloween. I've tried that last year and it was just like discounted. gone. It was like all gone. There's none left. Okay, well, go back candy. I'm not stopping you. Okay. I'm, I'm going to. I literally. I'm okay, gonna... bye. You're going to go <laughs> yeah, do I'm it? Gonna... <laughs> Thanks so much for watching. Thanks. Next time we'll have a lot of candy with us. Have a really lovely Halloween, everyone. Stay safe. Yes. Spooky spooky. Okay, bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Kia's Book Club is executive produced by Greg Crothers for Everybody on Stage. This episode is written by Robert Popoli and Chelsea Jane Bray. Our producer is Denise Niles with production assistance by Alicia Tablin, directed by Greg Crothers. Our theme song is written and performed by Robert Popoli and mixed and mastered by Rob Russo. Kia's Book Club.com. <laughs>